the Black Lives Matter protest that took place during the pandemic, a lot of people questioned about whether they should go or not, whether they should happen. I was questioned it. I wasn't even yeah. going to go. Really? No, I really wasn't going to go. I told. I even told my friend to that day, on the day, I'm not going. And then what happened is, is that my friend called me and he was like, yo, you should come down, yeah? Like, yeah. I think this statue's going to go down, mate. Everyone's <laughs> around it going crazy. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, bro, you should come now. Like, there's so much people. He sent me like a little video clip and I could see everyone around it. I thought, oh, let me get down there. By the time I got down there, it was gone. Tell me about what happened, because I didn't see you there. So basically, when I got there, the plinth was gone, in it? They was dragging it, obviously, <laughs> towards Castle Park or whatever. But I was still at the plinth, and obviously there was so much people there. You know, like, when something just feels right, I just felt like all these times you got everyone speaking for us and saying how we feel and all this stuff. It was like, do you know what? This is my opportunity to actually talk and let people know how... I'm feeling, but not just speak for me, like speak for my community, because yeah. it's not just me that's going through this. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I did, man. I didn't plan it or nothing. Didn't have a speech written or anything like, do you know what I mean? I just spoke what I felt from the heart. and that. That's what's so powerful though, isn't it? And what was so inspiring was to see like, I'm probably a good few years older than you, this younger generation, your age group, your peers, just taking charge, taking control, speaking up that passion, whereas other people, you know, perhaps a little bit older, we've become a little bit sick and a little bit tired and a little bit worn down. So to see you guys just get so passionate about it is just so inspirational. I think you guys are going to be the healing of the world. I think it's fantastic. I want to just ask you a little bit about this scaffolder dude, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah, tell me what happened. So what happened was, is that I was uh, approached by the BBC and they basically said that they wanted to interview me and wanted me to have a conversation with someone that stood on the plinth, but they stood on the plinth for a different reason for me standing on the plinth. They wanted to put a conversation together to basically see if we could find any common ground or anything, basically, in, in the context of the conversation but for me, it was just about going there to be a bit more informal and give him a better understanding because I know the reason why I stood on the plinth. And from what I kind of saw and gathered from him, he had been misinformed and miseducated. So yeah. I felt like, do you know what, instead of just being ignorant and being like, do you know what, I don't even want to speak to him. I thought, why not go and educate him and give him some food for thought, for something to think about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he definitely needed that, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. And what I find really hard is this sort of mass ignorance around it. The lack of knowledge, the lack of education and lack of understanding from the majority, yeah. especially of the white community. But do you know what that boils down to? And I always say it boils down to, and this again comes as a part of the system because they live in an area where... They have their own shopping centre in Broadwalk. They have their own sports fields. They have their own things. So they don't need to interact with anyone. They're happy to stay where they are in their area. And they don't need to integrate. They don't need to mix. Do you know what I'm saying? So whereas we're living in a place that's very multicultural down in central Bristol. So you have to adapt and be able to 
Do you know what I mean? And I think it's it's made like that on purpose, with the way the things, the areas are segregated and pushed out. If you check out like how St. Paul's used to be as a community, and now that how everybody's been pushed out and segregated out, if you see what I mean. It is not an accident that it's like that. How did you feel the conversation went? Did you feel like it was it was good? Are you glad you did it? Yeah, I'm glad I did it because I feel like we're at a kind of a crossroads as well, where we're at a crossroads of generations and we're in a space where people are kind of looking for that next person or people to represent them. And rather than looking for those people, I thought, well, I might as well be one of those people. So I need to lead by example now. Something like me having a conversation with Nigel is just because I want people to know that we don't always have to be angry and upset going into conversations. We don't always have to shout to get your point across. You can sometimes have a conversation in a way and still listen and take in someone else's point, but give them some understanding. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's time to start using the tools that we got. Because if I went into that conversation on an ignorant or angry, then to me, I would have just been made to be the same kind of person that they expect me to be, an ignorant, angry, you know, all the things that they describe young black men to be. So for me, it was like, yo, like, I need to do better than that. And I need to show them that we are better than that. Do you know what I mean? And you really are. This is why I've wanted to connect with you for so long, because you do come over as that you're really chilled, articulate and an aware young man. And there aren't enough young black men who get heard, who get a platform, who actually are willing to talk as well. And Mm. it's very rare. Yeah, I can't wait to sort of watch your career and where you go from here. On another note, white people have been asking, like, and and if somebody asked you this, a a white person, what they could do to be a white ally, what would you say to them? I would say to them, read up, get educated, try and understand, and don't always feel that when someone has a point to tell you, don't always feel like you're being directly attacked. Just understand sometimes that's just how someone feels. And it's okay to feel like that and take that on, but don't take it personal. But I think the more that you research and gain the understanding of where those people are coming from, it will be more easier for you to accept and understand. So, yeah, man, research, man. Wishmaster, what can we expect for you coming up in the future? Got a few projects in the pipeline, a few EPs, a few albums. I'm going to actually start directing my own videos now. Because you've worked yeah. with Bailey Brown before, haven't you? Yeah, well, he's the one that actually produced Boom Back to the Future. Got an album coming with him as well, so and an album with Ill-Informed, one with Billy Wiz. Yeah, lots of work coming next year, man, don't worry.